as we cross over the mountain pass from the botanical garden still heading west on Ho Chi Minh Trail if you have a look out to the west as you come down the other side you can see a huge amount of orange and yellow scarring on the side of the cliff face the, Ho Chi, the highway 20 leg of the Ho Chi Minh Trail wraps around as it goes down the pass underneath that scarring and that scarring is from American planes, jets, shooting rockets at the cliff in order for the rock to fall down and block the road. Hence making the trucks unable to get through, making the trucks a, a target. The, um, at the bottom of the cliff, as we go around underneath it, we'll be able to see uh, there's a small cave there and there was a group of uh, the story that I've been told is that is that there was a group of young Vietnamese volunteers who lived at the bottom of the cliff in, in tents on the road and under um, hoochies on the road and when the rocks every day when the rocks came down they would run and hide in the little cave the little, the little uh, bomb shelter that they've got there and um, then they'd come back out and move the rocks off the road and that was their permanent permanent position for those those kids and they were kids that were living there and that was their job they were youth volunteers um, around 15 years old generally was the uh, age of the youth volunteers that, that, that were formed into into small units and worked together on the maintenance of the road they um, some statistics about the Ho Chi Minh Trail network of which Highway 20 and Ho Chi Minh Trail West are a part of um, uh, that at any given time there was 200,000 people just working on logistics of road building in order to keep these roads open due to bombing and to the storms and the raining washing the roads away um, to the point where there was by the end of the war there was actually thousands of kilometers of cobblestone road made throughout the area between Haiphong and Saigon and Laos and Vietnam there was thousands of kilometers of cobblestone road. The first time I came in to Phong Ao Kabang in road in onto Highway 20, highway, most of Highway 20 at that time was still a cobblestone road. And uh, in 2010, we pushed through up to RM with a uh, group of uh, guys that worked for the National Park. They were on their way to a uh, minority festival up there. And the last 21 kilometers into into RM village took us 3.5 hours on motorbikes because the cobblestone road was completely covered in mud nowadays it's a really nice single lane concrete road all the way up but back then it was a, 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 about 12 inches of mud over the top of a cobblestone road um, which was originally built during the war about the American war or Vietnam war in these regions. And this is some result that Americans they drop fear, bombs. Absolutely from the DMZ down to the south could be bombs, landmines, auditions. But from the DMZ up north, because they never land here, so just on from aircraft, they drop so many type bombs in these regions. According to uh, MAC, MAG, Mine Advisory Group, they get 10 to 30% of bombs never went off in Phong Nha. Yes, why 30%? Because, you know, bomb was designed to be dropped in contributing in Europe in Second World War in the hard surface. But may I imagine in Phong Nha, many jungle, rice paddy and river, so it's soft, it's hard for bomb going off. 
this reason make thing is about 30% of bomb never went off and that's really big trouble for us people resident people living here in 1990s after the war in my life I saw I saw my friends and they die by bomb or I see I see my uh, neighbor they die by bombs when they uh, looking to fire bombs like in 1990 in we live poorly we starving so we need food get income so when we saw bomb this one way we could get income we could get money yes when we saw bomb we try to open it out we try to cut it out even it's very risky it's dangerous but when you open you get the big explosive inside TNT that you could reuse recycle you can use a carbos you roll you burn you throw to river so kill fish or whatever in the river so that's one way we do fishing as we uh, leave the botanical gardens and we're driving further into the park heading westwards on highway 20 um, back in 2008 there was a team of MIA uh, they're called the MIA. They're the men from the American military who come back to Vietnam every summer and look for the bodies of fallen soldiers and pilots who were left behind during the American War. Um, in, in 2008, they were here working in Phong Nha and they were looking for a pilot on the left here as you climb the hill leaving the botanical garden. Um, they stayed in Fongya village and uh, when I was talking to them they said uh, after about three months here digging and searching through the jungle where the, where the crash site of the aircraft was they found the remains of the pilot um, for which they sent back to America. With the uh, American culture it's very important that they to the Americans that they bring back the bodies of their dead to their country after the wars. So the MIA teams work all over the world and especially in Vietnam and Cambodia and Laos to retrieve bodies left behind from the American war. And in Quang Binh province every year the MIA teams are working here now collecting the bodies of shot down aircraft um, pilots and navigators. Um, are, are there, are there, I mean there would be a lot right, a lot of shot down planes in the national park. Yeah, there was. There, uh, I, I've been talking to a guy who was in charge of the uh, forward air controllers here in in Quang Binh Province during 1968 and 69, and he told me that there were 735 planes shot down in Quang Binh during the war. Um, you know, so let's, let's think about that: 735 planes in this province shot down. Um, so. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, MIA missing in action, men who were killed in those, in those incidences and their bodies have yet to be returned to America. Mm -hmm.